Hello and welcome to another episode of Mining the Moon. I'm your host, Dean Blackwell. Each week I showcase and review underground bands and artists of whom you have never heard, and who I believe deserve a lift above the radar, with a strong emphasis on bands and artists of whom you have never heard. To be clear, when I speak of the underground, I'm not referring to the secret temples of Damanhur around 50 kilometers north of the Italian city of Turin in the foothills of the Alps. A modern underground temple consisting of nine incredibly ornate rooms over five different levels, collectively occupying 8,500 cubic meters, built in secret over 15 years by around 150 volunteers. The leader, an insurance broker named Alberto Airodi, who dedicated his life to building the temple after visions at the age of 10. No, when I speak of the underground, I'm referring purely to little or unknown bands and artists. My hope is that this podcast will be a way for underground bands and artists to get themselves heard through a format other than radio and YouTube, as well as being a place for listeners and subscribers to discover new music that would otherwise fall entirely under their radar. This week's episode features a project of London-based Kiwi Sean Blackwell. You may recognise the last name. Yes, we are related. Sean has spent the last eight years in London working on various musical projects and now focuses largely on his solo project, Hemi Hemingway, described in his own words as a glittery, heartsick crooner who makes 60s pop-inspired indie garage punk. Hemi Hemingway's debut EP, The Lonely Hunter, was released in June 2021 through Punk Slime Recordings, a Stockholm-based record label devoted to releasing music by their favourite rock and roll artists from all over the world. The EP was recorded by Sean during London's seemingly never-ending lockdown of 2020 and, aside from a few saxophone sections, was completely arranged and performed by him. The first track on the EP is titled Burnin' Blue and was released as the second single in the lead-up to the EP's release. It features gritty, trebly, tremoloed electric guitar that flies over the top of a waltzing rhythm section, pulling back in the verses and maintaining throughout a piano somehow reminiscent of Sonny and Cher's chart-topping 1965 hit I Got You Babe. The overdriven vocal has a tape warmth and largely rides the highest bass of Hemingway's register, though drops to a low spoken section that leads me to imagine how Elvis Presley might have sounded had he been born in New Zealand.
just one moment to spend with you is better than a million good days. And though our love feels so good and true, there's someone else that I love as well and it's breaking my heart in two. of the stereo spectrum when it comes to the lead guitar parts, the way the kick drum and the bass guitar lock in so intensely, and Hemingway's lead guitar playing clearly demonstrates a fundamental understanding of harmony and modal technique. Sean tells me that Hemi Hemingway started not so much by accident as out of necessity. He'd been wanting to experiment with his four-track cassette tape recorder for some time and needed a song to workshop. He decided on Burn in Blue, which he'd actually begun writing in 2018, inspired by Shannon Shaw of Shannon and the Clams. The song was at that point without lyrics or vocal melody, and was intended to feature vocals courtesy of Claire McNamara, fellow bandmate of Nightshades and altogether other half, as they say. Once Sean began workshopping the track, he decided to see it through with his own vocal, as Claire had work commitments at the time, and from this sprouted what was to become Hemi Hemingway. Things then progressed pretty organically until he had an entire EP, and the demo submissions to record labels began. Punk Slime, who went on to release the record, in fact thought that The Lonely Hunter had been recorded in a big, expensive studio, a nod to Sean and his four-track prowess. The next track I'm going to play is the title track of the EP, The Lonely Hunter. The song begins with the vocal, accompanied by a slightly broken up, phasing, almost detuning and grungy electric guitar that we soon discover is the basis for the rest of the song. Every instrument is tastefully and perfectly placed around this, and the song's essence is one of almost post-rock and roll, if that exists. If not, it does now. The Lonely Hunter is a great example of the way in which not all songs in major keys have to be uplifting, and carries an underlying sadness throughout. Oh, shit. 
As I glossed over earlier, prior to debuting as Hemi Hemingway, Sean has had a history of involvement in a number of popular underground bands. His most recent project was London-based garage punk band Nightshades, whose accolades include touring through Italy, Spain and Portugal, featuring on Spanish news, and opening for 80s garage rock heavyweights The Gories. Before leaving New Zealand in 2014, he was part of the New Zealand-based supergroup Fly My Pretties, 
a role he landed off the back of his position in the hugely popular underground Wellington band John the Baptist, a rockabilly rock and roll band notorious for packing out venues with hoedown-style raucousness. His experience even goes back to teenagerhood, performing and touring with indie band Big Flip the Massive at the age of 17, and pioneering the hardcore scene in Napier, New Zealand with his band Upheld from the age of 14. The Lonely Hunter EP largely eschews oral reference to any of these projects, though an essence of Sean found in all of the aforementioned projects can be found in Hemingway's sound, making the work he does as Hemi Hemingway a logical step in his musical journey. The next track I'm going to play is my co-favourite from the EP. It was the third single released in the lead-up to the EP, and was not an obvious choice as a single for Hemingway himself, but one enthusiastically encouraged by Punk Slime. It's the most ballad-like of all of the tracks, titled Hemi's Lament, and seems to speak of tired defeat tinged with regret, a longing for an easier or possibly more carefree stage of life like childhood, a suggestion picked up by a listener with insider knowledge, such as myself, and the reference made to the house of our childhood in the lyrics. So bury me in Tanner Street, in the yard where I grew, I'll be quiet, I'll be sweet, with memories of you. A poignant segue after reminiscing on the projects of Sean's past. It's late at night, the streets are wet. I'm hanging for the morning, and in my heart, I feel regret for a lover. I was young, but I was tired I was warm inside And I saw you standing in the rain And I thought I saw you cry
Take me high, take me to the edge, so I know that I'm alive, and so I. the rhythm acoustic guitar driving the whole song and the effectiveness of the lead acoustic in the right ear doubling the simple but effective electric lead guitar in the left ear as well as the haunting organ that appears in the left ear at 1 minute 43. Sean is currently in New Zealand and doing his best to perform as Hemi Hemingway amongst the navigational challenges of COVID's Omicron wave. Keep an eye out on Hemi Hemingway's socials to keep up with any dates of live shows during April and May of 2022. The last track I will feature on today's episode is The Lonely Hunter's Closer, My Lover, A Strange Her, my other co-favourite from the record. The song was a successful attempt by Hemingway to write a song using only two chords, a fact I didn't entirely realise until I'd been acquainted with the song for seven or eight months. The song starts with the nighttime sounds of Aotearoa New Zealand, including a rudu, also known as a mopork, our distinctive native owl, and winds its way through a composition fit for and clearly inspired by Roy Orbison, particularly notable in the vocal harmonies that begin at 2 minutes 13. I love the way Sean felt it important to tie his heritage into this work, with the obvious inclusion in the moniker of the Māori first name Hemi, as well as his reference to his childhood home in Hemi's Lament, and the all-too-familiar sound of rural New Zealand at night that begins and ends My Lover, A Strange Her. Before I finish the episode with my lover Estrange Her, I'd like to ask you all to take a moment to like and follow Hemi Hemingway online, and if, like me, you love physical albums, then the Lonely Hunter EP is available on vinyl through the Punk Slime website and Rough Trade Records. I've put links to both of these, as well as other places you can find his music, like Bandcamp and Spotify, in this episode's description. While you're at it, please like and follow Mining the Moon on Facebook as well. I've put a link to that in this episode's description too. And please like and subscribe to this podcast and tell and share with your friends. Let's expand the musical underground. If you'd like to submit your own music to be featured on Mining the Moon, please send links to your music to mtmoonpod at gmail.com. I'll put this email address in the episode's description too. If you'd like to get in touch, or happen to disagree with anything I've said throughout this episode, then please let me know through the Mind in the Moon Facebook page. I really invite an open forum between me, listeners, and featured artists. However, if you've found yourself muttering in your sleep, my voice reverberating inside your skull, and feel the only way to dampen the echo chamber is a diuretic diatribe at the helm of your computer keyboard, then please do your best to remember that opinions are like flaws. We've all got them. Sometimes I wonder where we went wrong. Mm-hmm.
Hey!